Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast, because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Supervalue GA Podcast on We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be going through all your talking points from a weekend of action that saw Cavan relegated to Division 4 of the Alliance Football Leagues. The first time in the county's history to play in Division 4 when it was four tiers. And to go through these talking points, I'm delighted to be joined by sports editor of the Anglo-South, Paul Fitzpatrick, um, on Wednesday morning. And the grey clouds are starting to lift a wee bit. We realise that it's not the end of the world, but it's as close as we've come in a while. Yeah, yeah. Look, we discussed it the other day, kind of, at length. It is. It's uh, it's kind of sinking in with me more as the days go on. Like at the, at the time, I was like, "Add ah, up." It was a yeah. We got relegated. It was an awful performance. But the three games was a bit of a, it was a freak league where you only had three games, and you end up in a one-off game. Anything can happen. But now, as the thing goes on, and I'm talking to more and more people, it's starting to sink in. It's like Monaghan are playing Kerry next year. We're playing London. And that's no disrespect to London, but that's where we're at now in terms of our respective leagues. So it's it's mad, really. It is, and it, it's the consequences of playing the the, the Londons or or the, you know the, the teams that that aren't going to be competing for Sam Maguire. That that's that's the worrying part of it. You know, there's obviously a huge financial implication as well. Which you know, haven't gone from Division One to Division Four on the county board, which is a tough one. But outside of that, there there's the developmental opportunity that if you play, if you're a young lad coming in and, and you're coming into a senior team, take Aaron Mulligan in Monaghan coming in. He's played Armagh, Donegal, and Tyrone in three games this year, and then Galway. Compare that to Quivin McGovern, who's played for Mana. Derry, uh, Longford, and Wicklow. You know yeah. an awful lot more about Aaron Mulligan than we do Cuevin McGovern. You know, and 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 I think Cuevin McGovern will make it. He's going to be a great footballer. But with Aaron Mulligan, you know, there's only one step up. There's only one more gear from the goal to be a really, really top intercounty footballer. Whereas Cuevin is probably three steps away from us knowing if he's going to be a really top intercounty footballer. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's just one of the little knock-on effects of it. Like, you also, you know, there's sort of um, smaller areas that you wouldn't think of. Things like, you know, kids going to games. Are kids going to be enthused about going to a match where if they might have a chance to see David Clifford or Conor Callaghan playing in Breffney Park and instead they're going to, they're not going to see those players now for a long time. Um, there's all those little things. Now, I do think we were discussing this before and I do think the league the impact of the league tends to be overrated um, and there's enough outliers there to suggest that the league is not the sole determinant of success by a long way in the championship. And and I think the league, like most most football fans like us that are mad into it, 
you could name you could name who was in every All Ireland final for the last twenty years at the drop of a hat, or to certainly give it a wee bit of thought and you'd figure it out. Well, okay, two thousand and five was Tyrone and Carrier, whatever it is. Like two thousand twelve was Donegal and Mayo. That all just springs to mind because you're you're wrapped up in it at the time and it's just the sort of thing you don't forget if you if you love the game. But who was in the National League final two years ago? Even I presume it was probably Dublin, but I couldn't be sure. So that tells you all you need to know about the league. I think. From that point of view, we need to be to put it in its proper context as well. But you also need to compare that, and this is to give the counter argument to it, that you can name all the All-Ireland winners of the last 20 years or 25 years or whatever, All-Ireland finalists, how many of them have been in Division 4? How many? So we, and we, we discussed this off air. Going back 25 years, Division 1 or 1A and, and there was that period from 2007 back to was it 98 when there was there was division 1A 1B 2A and 2B so they're they're not exactly the same as division 1 2 3 and 4 in fact they're they're, they're quite different because you could be in division 2B 1B and win division 1 essentially mm. but but yeah. but to give it an idea between Division 1 and 1A, Ulster winners in the last 25 years, 14 have come from that division. Division 2 or Division 1B, 9 have come from that division. Division 3 or 2A, 2 winners have come from that division. And Division 4 or Division 2B, 0 winners from that division in, in Ulster in the last 25 yeah, years. Yeah, that, that's interesting. I, I tend to agree with you, but I still think that that is not exactly uh, as as um, staggering a stat as it looks like because we need to know how many teams were playing on average in the top division. Like we're 90% of the Ulster teams playing in the top two divisions and only 60% won. You know, just pulling those figures out of, out of my head. Um, so you like if, if 60% of, of teams were playing in the top two divisions, you're going to expect 60% statistically to have that chance also you're going to have outliers in every province you're going to have some team in every province that are just absolutely hopeless and it's not because they're in Division 4 I think they're in Division 4 because they're hopeless they're not hopeless because they're in Division 4 some team that just is doing everything wrong at board level and underage level and everything else and we have had that in, in also you could argue with Antrim who's a massive underachiever with their population for various mm. reasons so like but it, but it's still it's still even though I, I i take your point on board that if we have more teams in division one of course you're going to have more division one winners but by having more teams in division one has led to the spread of different winners across the province over the last 25 years so you've had uh, uh calvin Derry, tyrone armagh um monaghan and donegal so six of the nine uh, counties in Ulster have won an Ulster title in the last 25 years. And, and you know what, Damien? Three of them have won it outside of Division 1 and two of them have won it in Division 3. So it doesn't exactly back up your point. Like Donegal won it from Division 2 twice. Cavan won it from Division 3. Go ahead into Division 3, just been relegated. And, and Monaghan won it from Division 3. But so that's half, of the, that's half of the six counties didn't have to be in the top division to win it. So no, but, I, but, I think but, what it shows but, but Paul, is... they did they they were in division one sometimes when they won it. You're you're ruling out all of their, their victories in it. They like the, the numbers are clear that only twice in the last 25 years a team from division three or division two A has won the Ulster title. 
and none. Yeah, so, so your point, four. your point is the drop off comes after Division Two. Is that, is that your point? My, my point is that as you go down through the divisions, you've got less chance of championship success. That's my point. So yeah, well, Division One is fourteen winners. Division Two. Oh, it's just a bad example to that, Damien, because well, you might only have. We can go by. Well, yeah, but. If you're saying you drop down the divisions, you've you have less success, but you might only have one team in division four in the Ulster Championship. Like that's next year, for example, you'll only have one. So you're not getting a, like so let's say over 25 years, if you have an average of three teams in division one, you have 75 teams getting a crack at it in that sense. And you've one team in division four. It's not a fair, it's not a fair um well, of course it is because they're in division comparison. four because they're not as good as the teams in Division 3 or Division 2 or Division 1. And that's why they're in Division 4. This is the, that's the point that I'm trying to make here. But even, that, let's, say, let's say the league was scrapped next year and, and you, put all the, you put all the teams, you just say, okay, there's no league and we're just going straight into a championship. But would you be more likely to get a winner out of a bunch of five or out of a bunch of one? And league said this is not coming into it then. No, you'd be more if you, likely if you have to five, get your winner out of the better teams. It's undermining your point because if you have five teams... Or let's say you have six teams in, in, in one section and you have one team in the other. Sure, of course, it's, it's, it's obviously you're going to say, well, you have way more ch- there's way more chance of the, of the group of six winning it. Like, yes, that's pretty obvious. Like. Yeah, but, I, I, but, but you're, you're saying that just because Ulster have more teams in higher divisions, it skews the, the, the argument. It doesn't because Ulster have more teams in higher divisions because there's good teams in Ulster. And that's why, therefore some of those good teams are going to win the championship. If they were down in the lower divisions, they've less chance of winning the championship. That's my entire point here, is that the further down you go in the divisions, the less chance you have of winning championships. And the last 25 years have proven that. Gradually going from 14 to 9 to 2 shows that there's less chance of Cavan winning a championship from Division 3 or Division 4. No, no, I don't. I don't. I, I tend to agree with your point, but the way you're you're making this statistical arg- argument is skew is because you might only have one team in Division Four in the Ulster Championship, and it doesn't matter if if that one team are are good and just happen to be slipping into Division Four. You're just statistically you have a, you have one team. You'll always take the field against one team unless it's Dublin. So you've eight teams with um, you're you're saying you've eight teams that can win it, which would prove your argument. And it's like one team to win it to, to prove my argument. And also the one team in general that's been in Division 4 in Ulster is, is the outlier uh, who are total underachievers. And you, you, we see that in other provinces as well. Like Wicklow, for example, um, are a massive underachiever for their population. And I know that they were on high dough after beating Cavan the weekend, but like Wicklow have been in, have, haven't won a game outside of Division 3 since this league system came in in 2008. So... Um, or sorry, Division Four. Sorry, so I don't think it's. Uh, I, I'm not. I, I kind of. I kind of am agreeing with your point, but I. I think that the, the way you're making the argument is is skewed because I know you're saying that there's five or six teams because they're the better teams, but you you can't say well. Put it like this: if we if we said that ninety uh, percent of all Ireland handball titles are won by Ulster players, everyone would go Jesus, that's that's unreal. That just goes to show you need to be an Ulster to win all Ireland handball titles. But how many how many Ulster players are in the competition? Oh, well, it's ninety five percent of them. So what you're saying is, uh, whatever but, but, it is, eighty odd percent of eighty odd percent of Ulster titles are won by teams in this group. Uh, you can go right. Well, Jesus, that just shows that that group must be way better and must have a better chance of winning. 
but actually they make up 80% of the runners in this in this race. Well, you, you could also say that if 90% of 90% of all Ireland handball titles are won by Ulster players and 95% of them of the entire players are, are, are Ulster players, you could say Ulster are doing something right because they're getting more players. My point is the teams that are in the top divisions are doing more right than the teams in the bottom. And it shows true championship. It shows true league. That's why they're in the top divisions and that's why they're winning more championships. Like, I'll, 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 I'll put this question to you. Down in Donegal in the, in the, in the preliminary round, who's going to win it? I fancy Donegal, but not because not because they're higher status in the league. And okay. I know what you're going to say here. Right, okay, okay, but... Go, go right, on, go on, on to Monaghan for Mana in the league. Who's going to win that one? Where is that game? No, I'd fancy Monaghan to win that. Clonus. In Clonus. Yeah, I'd fancy Monaghan. Armagh and Antrim. Armagh. Okay, so what, what, what are you basing that on? Well, what did you base Cavan, Cavan to beat Donegal last year? Because Cavan were in a lower league division. So if 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 league, you you just looked at it and weighed it up and said, "There's a team with momentum. No, there's a team with all no, these things there, in their there was, and The there league, it just goes out the window. It didn't no, matter. There was different factors. There was different yeah. factors that were coming into that game. So you you so had, to make to make you your argument now, you're you're, you're saying you're asked asking me who, who's, you're asking me who's going to win that, that those games, and you're like, "Oh, there you go, league status, league status." But I'm saying, but you you predicted a team to win it, and I could go, "Okay, league status." I'm not picking. I'm not picking um, Monaghan to beat Fermanagh because Monaghan stayed in Division One and Fermanagh are in Division Three. If Fermanagh got promoted and Monaghan got relegated, which could have easily so, happened. So what you're so, saying is it's just a coincidence that that Monaghan are higher than than Fermanagh in the league, and and you think that they'll beat Fermanagh. It's just a coincidence that Armagh are higher than Antrim in the league, and you think Armagh will win. And it's just a coincidence that Donegal are higher in the league than Down, and you pick Donegal. So if you if you tip a team to win a match, you're doing it because of their league status. Is that what you're saying? You're, no, I'm saying you're doing it because you think they're a better team. Yeah. So 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 uh, so. But all of the better. But how teams, do you explain you tipping Cavan to beat Donegal in the final last year? Because of the momentum that Cavan had coming into the game, and particularly the second half against Down. My 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 point is on it that. But how did you tip Cavan to beat Down? How did they were pretty keep, level on, on league status, or not? They were both heading for going to start. Ah, sorry, Darren were going to two and we were going to three. Yeah, so, so surely, we, were, we were passing in the night. We were yeah, literally so sure. so league around status, the same level. League, when you made a prediction on those championship matches last year, league status was irrelevant. You were asking me to predict them this year. Not, league status, not completely irrelevant. Not, not completely irrelevant, but it, 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 look, I agree with you that it's, it's not the be-all and end-all, but it, it's a huge indicator. But your stats actually win. show, Damien, is that if if you read into your stats, and and it's good it's good stats to have, it shows that the drop off comes after Division Two, which that is the most yeah. interesting thing I find there. Because yeah, I completely agree. Ninety two percent of the Ulster Championships in the last twenty five years have been won by Division Two or Division One teams. What I'd love to know is, on average, how many teams in Ulster uh, are in Division One and Two each year, because. It's not 92%, but maybe it's 85%. So maybe that is not as skewed as you would think. Mm. That, that would be an interesting thing to find out. But I, I think that, I think that uh, it's very interesting that... Is it, so is it 56% do you reckon were won by Division 1 teams? Uh, what was the percentage? Uh, 14, yeah, 14 out of 25, so a little bit higher. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's just fifty six percent. I think I think it was fifty six percent. And considering on average, I'd say Ulster has at least three teams in in Division One every year. Like this year, we had Monaghan, Tyrone, Donegal, which is thirty three percent. 
yeah, in the in Division One. So, mm. <clears throat> but yet half of the Ulster Championships, almost half of the Ulster Championships are are not won by the Division One teams. So surely, if you have if Division One is so good and and it says so much about the teams that are up in Division One, and you've got well, not what? one, not two, but three of them, and and well, half the time none of the three win it. Mm, I, I I don't because by your own by your own argument those minnows those bottom feeders that are in four and three they're brutal they don't they don't they're not going to contend look where they are in the league they're not going to contend so surely you rule out a couple of them and you're left with with three division one teams in a six horse race and half the time they get beaten surely if division one is so strong and it's so skewed towards those teams they should be winning more than that like I think that thought that was the most staggering statistic that that division one is just you imagine Division One teams would be dominating it. Well, look, I, 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 I definitely, I agree with you that it, it shows off that the, or shows that the drop off is from two to three, and it is a massive drop off. And you take one of the two wins of an Ulster title from Division Three, Kem with Monaghan gaining promotion out of Division Three that year, um, mm. you know, so the the, the drop off is huge after that point, but. I what I'm what I'm trying to come across here and 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 we'll we'll park it at this is that when you look at it is that there is a connection between the opportunities in championship the opportunities to win a championship and your league standings and and I think the Cavan have unfortunately reduced their chances of winning championships in the future as a result of going to division four and maybe I'll be proven wrong. And I really, really hope I'm proven wrong because it's, it's a, you know, it is something that, that, that I've been, the league has been growing in stature consistently over the last number of years. The championship is a, you know, I, I think the back door is actually nearly in a lot of games, less important than league games. Um, so <coughs> I think it's something that needs readdressing. The other thing yeah. that, that, that 20, 20 is showing up um, is that the knockout championship is a better championship for the underdogs and mm. and and for 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 one off um, you know fairy tale stories to come true and you know the likes of the the, the Cavins and the Tipperaries obviously but the the Wicklows and the, the, the Longfords and these teams a knockout championship would actually be a fairer competition for them which is something that I I didn't really think upon coming up to this point. Like I, I it's it has it shown that the backdoor system I agree with that completely because the the backdoor made sense at the time because the whole idea was players train for nine months and they get one game and they're gone. That's it. And and especially if you're if you're your Sligo for example and you're kind of stuck there with a few heavyweights in Connacht and your luck of the draw plays a big role. <coughs> Excuse me. But what actually happened is it gave a safety net to the big teams. Yeah. And, like, and the other point like, was... Imagine if Dublin were to, some some team, let's say Mead or Kildare or even Offaly, just have the game of their life now and they're well prepared, they've got belief, they go out and they execute it and Dublin have an off day and they knock them out of the Leinster Championship. Dublin's still going to probably win the All-Ireland. Yeah. And that, that's a real shame, I think. And at the time that the, that the backdoor system was brought in, you're right, it was like, oh, well, there's only one game... That, and then it's all over and they're training so hard for so long for that one game. The league worked, was worth nothing back then. Literally, it wasn't. It, it was a string of challenge matches and, and, you know, there wasn't massive attendances at, at it. 
county players went out on the beer after every league game when that was brought in. That was that was the norm. That was the culture. You know, you hear even of Kerry talking about the bus journeys back down the road after playing a team up in Ulster and them on the beer the whole way down the road. That That's just the norm. That's not the environment now. The league has become very competitive. It's become very important. These are huge games in the league. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm starting to think it could be. It's either time to change one of two things in, in, in the GA that the All-Ireland becomes more of a league structure and we have a different knockout competition or we go back to a knockout for the All-Ireland and continue to increase the profile of the, of the league. But as it stands now, the underdogs don't have as, as much a chance to, uh, to compete at the top table and, and, and Kavanagh in that bracket. Mm, it's a tricky, it is a tricky one. Like what's, what's not working is the provincial championships really like, like it's just it's just mad that they might have to beat two or three division one teams, and uh, to make like to make a last twelve or whatever. Whereas in 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 Ulster, whereas in Munster, like you might have to beat one division four team to make a last twelve, like to make the Munster final, which is just that that is the one thing that really isn't working. But it's a tricky one. What do you do? Like do you, I like the knockout championship, but they they ask players to train for so long. But the other thing is maybe if the season could be shortened, players don't have to train for for six months for one game. They train for a couple of months for one game. Yeah, yeah. And, and give more time to club players. But anyway, anyway that's, 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 that that's our debate. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Let's, let's hear the talking points. Yeah, we're going to run through them quickly now uh, because that ran on too long. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, so there's there was so many talking points coming in, and we're just gonna have to re- really scan through them because if we start if we start reacting to every one of them, we'll be here till next week, and and we'll be very depressed as well. Uh, <laughs> we'll try and keep them short. Okay, so the question was, uh, what talking points were there? Uh, the first one that came in just said devastation. Okay, that's a talking and statement. I, <laughs> you can't you can't argue with it. The next one said, and you know what? Speaking of devastation, and I said I'm not gonna react to every one of them, but. Mark McGowan in his piece for the sad pick had a nice line at the end of it where he said that at the end of the game, Wicklow players were falling around the place. They were collapsing. They were like a team who was just out on their feet. They've emptied the tank. And the Cavan players just sort of meekly walked off the field. And you didn't see any Cavan players collapsing on the ground or just like with sheer exhaustion. And that was something I hadn't thought of. And that kind of did tell a tale about which team emptied the tank the last day. Uh, but anyway, yeah, speaking of devastation, look on the bright side, the only way is up. That's true. That's true. There can be no more relegations. London will be tough beating next year. They have to pick the 10 million people. <laughs> but you know what? The silver lining is we get a trip to London, hopefully. But anyway. Yeah, and, and maybe in a way, away a night in Carrick on a Saturday night would be a nice one too. Exactly. Uh, defence wide open, neither centre-back badly. Um, yeah, I, I, and we discussed this over in the Patreon podcast, but I think Cavan are playing more of a a pass the buck sort of a defense, you know, pass the player 
sort of the defense than than a structure or or a, a formation of any sort or even a a spine you know and and i think that that's something that probably needs addressing i think i think a tyrone attack with the likes of dara canavan and, and colin mcshane and and uh, mckenna coming in spraying ball i think that they'll they they could they could tear us apart so i think it's something needs addressing yeah i agree with that maybe Connor minor is going to come into that center half back spot yeah yeah stranger possibly. things have happened um being a championship team won't be much fun in the Talisham cup next year <laughs> Uh, I have to, there's a lot of real sneery comments like that we have to go through them Garen and lads need to learn to pass in front of goal defence awful free taking thumbs down I don't um, know where the, the the pick on just comes on Garen and lads mm, there that's a, that's a strange yeah. enough one yeah I did, like I thought Ocean Pearson was lively when he came on there was one time he should yeah. have taken a point uh, and he tried to work a goal but I thought he was lively Con- I thought Conor Madden had a good first half I was very disappointed with him in, or a good second half second disappointed half. with him in yeah. the first half yeah definitely like Con- Conor Mina or Conor Madden sorry again I, I it wasn't the league that I had envisaged for him it wasn't what I, I had hoped I thought last year was going to be the 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 turning point that would turn mm-hmm. him into the confident you know full time forward that we know he's capable of playing week in week out like you know when when you watch back i i don't know did you sit down and watch galway and monaghan but when you see connor mcmanus and jack mccarran for me connor madden is every bit as good as either of those and probably physically better than both of them but just there's something just missing there for him to to be consistently at that, that pitch of the game. Yeah, it's consistency. Like, it hasn't come for him yet. Like, and I always said about him, uh, if you saw his highlight reel, it's up there with David Clifford. And the, the point he scored, uh, one of the points oh. he scored there against Wicklow is just out of, out of this world. But you hope, hopefully it'll come for him because he, do, he does tend to step up and do big things on a, on a big day. So, yeah, hopefully. Um, this is an embarrassing day for Cavan football. I agree with that. Can't argue. Hopefully, people stop bigging up certain O'Reilly forward once and for all, and a, a finger to the lips emoji, and that's at us, Damien. For Kevin O'Reilly. O'Reilly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, yeah, no, it, it didn't go for him. It didn't go well. It didn't for go for him. him. But do you know what I noticed when he came on in the first half? So Kevin were playing. If you're sitting in the stand, Kevin were playing left to right, but he seemed to get on plenty of ball on the left hand side. That's uh, right. And, and like a lot of left footers. He, want to be he's on the not right. brilliant on his right. Yeah, he's not brilliant on his right. He's, his right foot's pretty good for a left footer because most of them are one-footed. But he, there were several times he got on and he had to try and work something. And I was thinking to myself, this is another bit of complacency by Gavin. Get him into the right corner. And if he yeah. cuts in like that, he's on his foot and it's going over the bar. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I actually thought at the same time because he was over on the terrace side in in uh, Park Tolchin and you know every time he got the ball, it didn't look like a scoring opportunity. Now, having said that, We've seen him, if you remember back to going down to Clare, we've seen him cutting in from that side and scoring a wonder goal. Mm. Um, so maybe he maybe he favours over that side of the field. Like I can't say I I, I would know his favourite side of the field, but um again, look at he is he's a long way to go to to be what we we had hoped he was going to be. Now the only thing is I wouldn't dismiss him because he hadn't played a match for Cavan in two years. So yeah, um, but yeah, uh Embarrassing is an understatement, a disaster. Sad times for Calvin football. Shit on the shovel, like usual. But trying to look on the bright side, we played shite in the league last year. Uh, shit on the shovel, okay. <laughs> uh, 
Next talking point said Calvin Camogues exclamation mark. Yeah, well, uh, do you know what? That that that's the silver lining. And over on the Patreon podcast, I, I catch up with two Calvin Camogues, Aiden Kyle, the fullback, and Aaron Galligan, um, after their victory in the league semi final against Mayo. They're they're facing Roscommon this weekend. But if you want to hear the full uh, reaction to that game and the preview of the of the final, it's patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin. Bad week for Mickey Brennan, sore hand, and then having to watch that today. Yeah, definitely. Very bad week for poor Mickey. <laughs> but his commentary was was super. Uh, management have torn a huge opportunity to bring cabin football to the top into a farce. Um, yeah, well, management and players. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It has to be a collective responsibility there. It can't, yeah. it, it can't be either or. That's why I, I was saying on the Patreon or on the Die Hard podcast that, you know, Mickey Graham used the word we in, in his post match interview, and he's right. It's 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 not I or it's not um. It's it it's it's we, and the whole lot have to sit down and look and figure out how to turn this round. Like again, it's important to remember that seven months ago they were also champions, and you know they they have that level that they can get to, and that that level is a whole lot higher than we've seen this year. But they've got to figure out how to get back to that level. Um, ahead of the Tyrone game, but at least it it definitely doesn't lie solely at the at the defeat or at the doorstep of the management. Uh, yeah, someone makes the point that we've won five matches out of eighteen in the league. Um, mm. with this management, uh, at least which is staggering. At least two years playing tier two unless can win us or can't improve playing in the lower divisions. That's you under a fake name, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, league, league needs to be taken more seriously Division 4 will halt our progress We should be Division 2 uh, yeah. Next one says I think that that's Mickey. a valid point though I think, I think Division 2 is Is where I believe this Cavan team are Sort of top end of Division 2 To you know Bottom end of Division 1 I think that's where they realistically should be playing I'd say, I'd say that's not far wrong Because I, I think Cavan Played really well in the final last year And had a clear run of injuries And then Un, got injured injuries in this league and underperformed mm. so we kind of went from the top of division one to, to down to division four and the truth is probably somewhere in between which is yeah. probably is the top end of division two uh, Mickey's disrespect for the league should have been called out more never took threat of Talshin seriously mm. I, I, I felt they put out a stronger team as they could bar Killian Brady not playing which I understand he wasn't injured which it doesn't I can't get my head around that whatsoever because it was a day for him uh a man like that in in a in a real battle like that, he'd he'd really relished it. But other than that, I thought he put out as strong probably as strong a team as he could against Wicklow. Yeah, I I, I I I again and and you none of us know exactly what's going on in 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 the camp in terms of injuries and, and stuff like that. But I I I just think Mickey always had an eye on the championship always has an eye on the championship and that and that's been his success in the championship we have to remember that he's what's the stat now uh, he's won championship games he, so he's only lost to Dublin last year and the year before he lost to Tyrone and Donegal so there's three losses and one two three four five six wins and a draw would that be right that's it that's about right yeah yeah. You know, which is a which is a phenomenal record. Absolutely massive. Well, they've only lost to they've only lost to good teams like Yeah, to Donegal, Tyrone, and Dublin are the teams that beat us in the championship. Mm, so three of the better teams out there. So he has, he definitely has, but and 
he is the he's the the, the counter argument that makes me kind of think about the league as as less important. But league is less important in Division Two or maybe even Division Three. I I I am willing to get on board with the idea. In Division Four is where I'm, I kind of not. Yeah, yeah. Well, Division Four, like it's it's like uh, the Tommy Tiernan sketch. Those fuckers are only in school because that's where the bus stops. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's a few teams there in Division Four. You know, like oh Jesus. Yeah. Um, it, it hurts me deeply Cavan on Division 4 next year but still think Cavan will beat their own that's the kind of Cavan fan I like yeah. uh, next one says away days in London next one says Mickey has to have a long look in the mirror bad very bad that's Mickey Graham I think not, not Brandon no. Oxygen or, or any music festival can't be blamed for this feckin' debacle uh, at least we can't get relegated next year next one says eh, what the actual fuck how how I just don't know how how we lost the Wickle send help <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like me on commentary at the end of the game where Mickey just went like Damien and El Stad I was like no there's no words <laughs> just, <laughs> I was stunned that was brilliant brilliant uh, th- this is a great one it says my my brain don't say it don't say it don't say it me Jesus that's the worst yet <laughs> <laughs> I love it brilliant comment yeah uh, yeah, kills to say it, but we did have a lucky once off also title, winter football, etc. Also title is tainted now. Reverted to type, living off last year, no heart, no fight, disgusted. Um at rock bottom ten years ago, we still never fell to division four. Jerry Smith was a massive miss evident in the game yesterday. Mm. Have we ever been in division four before? Uh Leitrim and no Carrick and a No was the answer. Leitrim and Carrick and a pint emoji. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to get a look at the notepad under Mickey's arm every game. Uh, th- now this this one's a bit bleak that's going to filter into club football currently board putting games at two on a Sunday hard to keep lads interested after the last six months we had I just wouldn't, wouldn't go that what's crazy what's that now? now that's going to filter into club football currently games at two on a Sunday what's that mean currently, currently board putting games at two on a Sunday um, look I think this thing of bashing the county board like you have to remember the county board are representative and drawn from the clubs like so there is exactly easy I don't get on board with that at all um, any chance the county can be forgotten about and focus on, on more interest in club football um, well we will be on the Patreon service bringing you a preview of the All County Football League which gets on the way this weekend so yep definitely is chance of that any Cavan team should have enough to beat Wicklow three All-Stars playing uh, you don't realise how important McLaughlin is until he isn't there yeah. uh, All-Star talk gone to their heads no I don't buy that. Don't buy it either. I don't because buy that. no, because you you take Park Faulkner's Park Faulkner. I know he was the, the bounce for the goal was was terrible. Shani Forlong got a penalty. Park wasn't involved in it. You know, realistically, Park Faulkner was still actually after Thomas Galligan probably your 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 best player. And Raymond Galligan was was. I don't think he well, sorry, no, he definitely wasn't to blame for any of the goals. So Remy Gallagher and he hit his freeze. I think he might have missed mm. one, missed score, one free. scored the rest. Like the, 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 like the first half hour, Damien Falker roasted Forlong. And he, he Forlong did. got a look, got lucky with that Barnes and Park made the mistake and he got in confidence and he kicked a great free from the wing at Barnes home. But like I was talking to a Wicknell man, a friend of mine, and he said about 25 or 27 minutes into the game, his son, he was at the game and his son texted him and says, Paul, uh, Shawnee Furlong is useless get him off 
And next thing he turned around <laughs> to score 2 2. But that said a lot about what the job that Falkland was yeah, doing. So yeah. I don't buy this all oh, start talking to the heads because I thought Thomas Gallagher had a super game as well. Yeah, he was um, definitely Calvin's best performer. Yeah. So the last point was can't expect consistency within a team when team and game plan constantly changes. So yeah, we can come back well, to all of this stuff, Damien. Do you know the, 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 on, on that final point, and I think that that is a big, big issue with Calvin. The, the team is changing too much for it to get any level of consistency or has changed throughout the league to get any level of consistency and that's something that that if Cavan are to get out of even division four the consistency of the starting team has got to get more like that there's two or three changes at most but there's a a solid 10 or 11 players yeah that's it yeah that's it that's something that was there last year in the championship and it's not there at the minute so um, yeah yeah. Very much so. So come here, just to let everybody know, we have the review of the Wicklow game and the interview with Mickey Graham over on the Die Hard service on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. Also, as mentioned, we have a look back on the Cavan ladies who suffered defeat to Mead in the league semi-final and we'll be looking ahead to the Camogues All-Ireland final with Aidan Coyle and Aaron Galligan. And we'll also be doing a preview podcast looking ahead to the All-County Football League this weekend kicking off. So loads of club action over on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. Paul, thanks very much. And folks, keep the faith. It can't get any worse. Can only get better. only get better. If we see it through, that means me. Get up a million, no, I know that things can only get better.